the hell is this shit? It's or something like Welcome to It's All Pro Wrestling <laughs> Podcast. My name is Bill. Make movies. My name is Doug. <laughs> and we are two men from the Rocky Mountain region, born of different decades, for the time being, talking about professional wrestling on the internet. Doug, how is how is how's your week? It's it's good, Bill. It's been terrific. Some some stuff going on kept me preoccupied, but ever some family health issues. But you know, everyone's holding in right now. Yeah. So made a quick trip to Denver today. See my sister at the hospital. But if there's a good thing to come out of it, Bill, I gotta see. Our sweet, sweet grizzly bear, Tundra. Did you, was she actually out? Yeah. Yeah. Did she pee Walking in the pool? Around. No. Ah. She wandered around. She pees in the pool. <laughs> wandered around, uh, sat up on the big log and ate some food, wandered around some more. Fuck yeah. Loves ourselves some Tundra. Heck yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad things are going better with your, your family. And... It's it's nice that you got to see Tundra. Mm-hmm. I mean that's that's just that's just a great great experience, I guess. Great day, great. I day. guess I got to see an elephant chase a rabbit. Chase a rabbit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The fucker got pissed and was just chasing the rabbit around his uh, exhibit. <laughs> was it like? Was it the little like? Was it like the little male elephant like? Or no, it was one of the one of the bigger, bigger ones because then okay. I think the two brothers were off in like the side with the like pool where you okay. can watch the exhibits at. Yeah, the little pool because they came out of the pool and then they were uh, like in the mud hole, like mm-hmm. one laid in the mud hole and the other came and sat on the other one's head. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I saw one of the giraffes take a shit on Dobie, which is like <laughs> which is when he was a baby. Like Dobie's like the little like the baby giraffe. Uh-huh. I saw one of the giraffes take a shit on Dobie's head. Oh man, that was pretty cool. That's that's all I got. I haven't seen anything cool at the zoo in a while. And then that but, same elephant like was kind of waiting to get back into the house, and there's birds flying around, and he just was like, was chasing, <laughs> just pissed off at everyone. He's a fucking regular old stampy. Yeah. This feline. Dad, feline means cat. Elephant, honey. It's an elephant. That reference is lost on you, though, isn't it? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Doug, Doug wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons as a child or as an adult. I was allowed for whatever reason. It just wasn't my thing. I just never got into The Simpsons. Yeah. Well, I mean, why would you when you had the opportunity to watch? The National Network? I don't know what CM- you watched. It was probably all CMT. Well, CMT, I don't think existed. It was the National Network. Was it? before? Yeah, before CMT came around, it was the National Network. And then that's when like, and then TNN eventually turned into Spike because they got all the wrestling because Raw was on mm-hmm. it for a bit. And before that, they had ECW. And then they went to Spike TV, and then they did UFC. 
And then all, I think they're now Paramount. Is, are they Paramount now? Is it? I think yeah. so. I don't know. It was all ESPN and country music videos, Bill. That's sweet. That was my beautiful childhood. My, I, I didn't have a childhood. You probably did. I don't think I did. Hmm. I don't yeah. remember much of mine, so I don't know if I did either. But. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of childhoods, Doug. Yeah. Yes, Bill. Doug, is your birthday coming up? Oh, it, it is, Bill. Happy birthday with salutations. Happy birthday. May your sky stay blue. Happy birthday to you. That was your that was your last intro trying to fumble through the difference between our decades yeah our decades are mashing together just making a big old play-doh goopy goopy glob of of 40 year oldness yes yeah happy happy 40 birthday doug oh thanks bill oh yeah bud what's what's norma doing (laughs) she is parading around her reindeer that's cool. Yeah, she had a she got a reindeer when she was a puppy, and she still <laughs> has it, and she runs around with it. I wish my newest dog could keep toys. Oh, Norma's at the point where like she's not like she's destroying most everything now, but like yeah, she has like just like a couple cuddy like couple cuddle buddies and shit like that. We'll yeah, go on the we'll go on the internet and find the most like indestructible longest living toy fuck fucker tears it up in 10 minutes every time yeah no like norma we got i wonder what happened to that we got her this crab thing that's kind of that's lasted pretty decently like it's almost lasted a week so far nice but it's like pure like fire hose and rubber and shit like that well that's cool how how was your week bill my week my week kind of sucked but yeah, I'm sorry. Did oh, that's die? all right. Oh, well, fucking all week, baby. Ooh. But my my daughter did. Um, she went up to Keystone for school. Okay. Like we when we did, you know how we did Eco Week in sixth grade. Yeah. Yeah, she did something similar to that. Cool. So she was up there from Monday through Wednesday, and she had a really cool time. Sounds like she had a better time than like I remember Eco Week. Which, for those who don't know what Eco Week is, because I doubt you should, unless you came from Fort Collins, um, you go up. We went up to Estes Park YMCA, um, mm-hmm. or people before us were going to Pingree. Um, and you go up and you spend like three or four days up in the mountains, and you go on a big hike, and you go on a couple little hikes, and you kind of learn the way of the mountains. And it was kind of like a rite of passage thing for sixth graders to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's essentially she did the exact same thing so but she had an absolute blast and weather nice. was okay for her even though like when she went up there it was snowing and when she came back it was snowing but when she was actually there weather was pretty good for her so nice but for a lot of the kids you like in you know in the district that we're in they don't really 
do the mountains, you know? So that's kind of cool for a lot of them kind of getting awesome. up there. Yeah. And then soccer. Awesome. I just did work. Hey, Bill. What? <laughs> did, did you watch did you watch wrestling this week? I did. Bill? Yeah? Yeah. Did anything catch your fancy? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, man, I can honest, honestly, I can honestly tell you. Like, to all you people just tuning in, we are a professional wrestling, wrestling podcast. podcast. Yay. Keep Yay. listening. Keep listening, please. <laughs> Shit, man. I... I watched, I mean, I, I watched, you know, our typical AEW affair, mm-hmm. you know, we watched Rampage, watched Dynamite. I just didn't give a shit at all. I didn't like, I, I watched, I mean, we can talk about Dante and Ray Phoenix. That was a really good yeah. match with two of our favorite wrestlers right now. But, and so I, I did, we got to give some credit to Wardlow too, because we, we failed to last week. I mean, Wardlow's the Wardlow is really good. That's one thing I wanted to say last week that I forgot until we were like done is same. I'm, I saw we saw so many moves out of Wardlow last week versus uh, Lance Archer that I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> like and and not only just wrestle, moves, but good. I mean, they looked good. Like you're pulling like, a Hurricane Rana, but you're doing it really well. You're doing. Mm-hmm. Did he do a senton off the top rope? He did a senton better than fucking Jeff Hardy can do. It was a swanton. First of all, it wasn't a senton. It was a swanton. And he landed it better than fucking Jeff Hardy can. He, he landed it good. perfect. He looked good doing those moves. Yeah. 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 He looks natural doing it. And I mean, I'm not a, I, I don't like big men doing those moves. I really don't. Like, I, I love, I love a big man moonsault. You know, I love a big Bam Bam Bigelow moonsault or a fucking Vader. a Vader moonsault where it's kind of more like a I'm just gonna spin <laughs> like over. Like I love those. I don't like I, I I do not like big men doing a lot of aerial moves. I, I that's I think one of the reasons why I'm not a big fan of Brian Cage. Um yeah. but I I I liked Wardlow doing it though. Mm-hmm. As long as it doesn't become, you know constant like him bringing it out every now and then you know similar to fucking undertaker doing the tope suicida you know right. that he would do every now and then only in big situations there's I think a time and a place to pull out those mm-hmm. big moves exactly exactly so but yeah that's where i'm that's where i was at with i i really like it and God, i mean they've done it i mean he's over mm-hmm. and and uh, William Morrissey looked fucking great too. Yeah. You know, I mean, I saw a lot of people. Well, as the internet is, a lot of fucking people talking shit about how shitty Big Cass is before, bef- before they saw him. I mean, I think most people haven't seen him in, pa- in Impact. They hmm. just remember the end of his WWE days. That and first they, little stint where he pops back up, just bloated and not looking good. Yeah, because he was he was sick, literally yeah, sick. Yeah, 
He took care of himself, got some help. Yeah, DDP. And, mm-hmm. Once again, DDP saving lives. He's looking. He looks really good now. Yeah, he looks great physically. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think mentally he's obviously there too. So, yeah, I mean, I, I I'm not gonna shit on Cass or Morrissey. Like mm-hmm. he wrestled, like his his move set was fucking Kevin Nash moves move set. So I'm you already have me because every big man just needs Kevin Nash move set. Squisher, gonna give me a squisher. <laughs> like, fuck, it's, just just a big boot and a big boot squisher. Oh, what is it? It's six moves. Like Cornette did this whole thing. Six moves. He has six moves. He has the he has the power bomb. He has the big boot. He has the sidewalk slam. He has the flip up of the hair. And then, like, like Nash is seeing it. He's like, Squisher, I have the squisher, (laughs) which I think is just him running into the into the corner, like he throws like an Irish whip. I'm like, oh, he has an Irish whip. (laughs) So I mean, it's, but yeah, I I I want to give credit to Wardlow. I want to give credit to AEW as a whole on on really blowing him up i mean he's he's fucking there like this is probably the best homegrown talent situation since and i don't want to do this but i'm going to since wwe initially had braun Strowman do that that braun Strowman run where they 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 tempered him they finally got him to where he could actually wrestle maybe sort of without hurting someone maybe sort of and then they did that giant run with him, and then he wrestled Brock, and then everything went to shit. And then they you know? pulled the they, they, they got pulled scared it. at the end. Mm-hmm. And now he's controlling our narratives. He's controlling our narrative with a dipshit fucking haircut, uh, definitely backwards view on life and politics, likely. And yeah, just a big dumb not even a doofus but just a big fucking dumbass like yeah glenn jacobs level dumbass anyways <laughs> so, so i didn't get to watch much of dynamite unfortunately with with yesterday being my beautiful and talented wife's 35th birthday bill Happy birthday, may your sky stay blue. Happy birthday to you. So I decided not to watch wrestling last night. Oh, wow. We just ate some tacos. Well, that's cool. Tacos mm-hmm. are good. And started watching Pirates <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean. Why? And then the whole I don't know. I have no idea. That's what she picked. So Okay, she that's picked what it. we watched. All right. And then I had to deal with the whole, hey, we're getting ready to hop on an <laughs> airplane from Wyoming to Centennial Airport. Air- airplane? Yeah, airplane. Wow. Huh. Yeah. So apparently they had a medical airplane ready and close by. Well, that's good, but insane. Yeah. So they hopped on an airplane and then took an ambulance from the from Centennial Centennial to, Airport to Children's. 
oh, that's not too, too far, but yeah, wow. Nuts. Yes, Bill. Yes. Darn. So, so I watched a little, I watched Dynamite on the way back from Denver today. Yeah. <laughs> I, you didn't miss anything, man. I mean, the, the Dante Ray Phoenix match was good. Okay. And the and actually no in the in the main event did you see the main event? No, so I saw like the first two or three. I saw basically I watched the beginning to. I had to shut it off when uh, Morrissey walked out. Okay, Morrissey. Oh, gotcha. W Morrissey. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Sorry, I, I'm out of it. Um, it's so good. No. So the uh, the the women's the the main event was really good. Diana Perrazzo is so fucking good. She's mm-hmm. so so good. I'm a big fan of Mercedes Martinez. I think she's excellent. This was the best match Mercedes had in uh, AEW. So nice. it was good. Um, but like I said, like it just minus Dante, minus Ray, minus the women's match, and minus Wardlow. What about you know? Blackpool Combat Club and your boy the Butcher Blade? It was fine. It was nice to see Angelico back. For sure, I I miss him, and I forget how much I enjoy besides his shimmy because they haven't really showed much besides his shimmy lately. I mean, he's just it was it just was it was a nothing match though. Yeah. the The highlight of that match to me was at the end when you know the Blackpool Combat Club are all doing their well, let's beat the fuck out of everyone. You do some butcher. And he's and he's elbowing butcher and our sweet boy Andy's selling it like a fucking monster. He's selling like each elbow like it's like the worst thing that's ever happened to him. Mm-hmm. I, I like that, but like other than that, I was just like, yeah. I also liked at the beginning when Butcher first got into the match mm-hmm. and like you to hit him, and then he just like, come on, boy, come on, <laughs> yeah, boy, like, yeah. That he's all you got? When he's talking. Yeah, yeah, but it just, I uh, just, I don't know, man. Fucking lethal and Sanjay Dutt's coming out and doing Saddam Singh shit. Hangman had a promo Oops. that was Saddam Singh. Saddam Singh. Saddam, Saddam, Saddam Singh. The basketball player. Yeah. You know who. You know who. Um, Hangman had a promo that was okay. Like, well, actually, it was it was interesting because he was he called out like we're not doing any Bret Hart masturbatory matches or anything like that, and I was just like. Am I supposed to not like you now? <laughs> like, is Hangman taking the the heel role for this match? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think he's trying. I think a lot of it was he's trying to. Like, I think if you take it from a perspective of Hangman and the character of Hangman, he's trying to ramp himself up for the match, but he's he's he has doubt. So he's anxious. He has anxiety. He has self doubt. I think that's the way you can read into it. That's the way I choose to. Yeah. But a lot of people are just like, "Oh no, he's he's heel now. He's a bad. He, he's taking the heel role." I'm like, well, the, you, you can't really. No. I mean, you can do that. I mean, you Danielson can't. Danielson switched at you know the drop of a dime. Right, to, but but I don't. It doesn't make sense for Hangman. If you're gonna if you're gonna have anyone, you let CM Punk float around with it just a little enough. If you think you need, yeah, some sort of a heel in that match. Well, I mean, you already... saw Punk do it just in New York in that one segment against 
MJF. Well, and you saw Punk even do that against Eddie. Yeah, Eddie Kingston. for sure. Like, I mean, in that in that one, you could choose who you wanted to be face and heel. But to me, the one who came off the most face-like was Eddie. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so I mean, it's not like, it's not like you can't have it. It's just, yeah. And then Rampage, Joe versus Trent was fine. Mm-hmm. I do like the baddies. Darby versus Swerve was really good. I'll take that back. Darby versus Darby Swerve. versus Swerve was was a good match. Uh, I would have liked to, like, I'm okay with how they ended it, but at the same time, I would, I think those two could put on a hell of a match. That's just going to be one of those that they're going to wrestle every three months. And it's going to be great. In fact, even better than the last one. And they're just always just going to continue to kind of push each other. Yeah. Um, so that's that's kind of where I'm seeing that one at. But I, I don't know, man. It might be that I'm just getting burned out. But I just right. I was very uninspired by AEW as a whole this week. And like I said, I mean, it's it's probably definitely more it's it's not you, it's me type situation. But I right. just... It's... It's a lot when you're trying to you're trying to build new storylines. You're you're trying to do this. You're trying to do that. You got people like us that are like, I want to see, I want to see Hangman and Kenny and the Young Bucks and like some of the people that we are so excited for in the beginning to like actually be able to see them on our TV every week mm-hmm. and not have to, you know stay up weird times and try to catch them in Japan or something like that. Yeah. For me, it's people like, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm not really, I think I'm burned out in general on the people who are here. Yeah. Or who are being prominent. Like, I mean, I'm not saying like, I need to see, like, I don't need Cody. For fuck's sake, I don't, <laughs> you know, and there yeah. are some, there are some people that I, I, I am enjoying, like, you know, Starks and Hobbs. I'm really enjoying the fuck out of them. Mm-hmm. Um, we referenced Wardlow. Swerve. I'm really enjoying Swerve and Keith Lee, but that goes with the the Hobbs, mm-hmm. uh, Ricky Starks package there. Um, but for the most part, I, I don't care about anything that's going on right now. Like, I just don't like, like, and I was thinking about this and I was thinking about this kind of, actually, I was, I was thinking about this with the news that like Stu Grayson became a free agent. Mm-hmm. They didn't fire him. He was just, this contract expired. They supposedly did not come to terms and he's forward. And it's one of those, I was like, fuck, I really like Stu. Like you could have done a lot with fucking Stu. And instead, you know, I got fucking Adam Cole wasting mm-hmm. 30 minutes plus of TV time. I feel like there was a lot of potential in the Dark Order. I don't know if they feel like they tapped out on it. And it became a comedy sketch. And well, then from there, you just get Johnny Hungy that's, and Alex that's Reynolds. The- that's the actual thing I was thinking about when I was watching dynamite was there was something about watching 
the AEW pay-per-views, the AEW Dynamite, watching Dynamite in general, where there was always a match for someone in it, right? And this goes back all the way back to the booking philosophy of All Out, mm-hmm. right? Where you have a hard-hitting All Japan 1990s match. You have a PWG tag team match. Mm-hmm. You have a comedy match. What was you the comedy have, match? Well, I, like with a comedy match, like well, just like you know, you bring in Colt, you bring in the Dark Order doing comedy, right, right. You know, you bring in Brandon Cutler, you bring in Nakazawa, you do oh, yeah, Joey yeah. Janela, who's gone. You have Sonny Kiss, who can do some, you know, kind of comedy stuff. You got. A bunch of wrestlers that can do it. You got well, fucking Danielson could do comedy if he wanted to, right? The like, Bucks so many... can do it to an extent. Bucks throw in some stuff. That's part of the PWG style, mm-hmm. you know. And then you got, you know, then you have mid two thousands New Japan style, and then you have you could, and then you can have an NWA style match or an old WCW style match, mm-hmm. or you could do a cinematic match, and then you can also have like a bunch of crash test dummies do a do a match. Like you had all these things that are kind of going around, right? And now you have just a couple different styles being shown. Mm-hmm. And I'm losing interest. Like I would, I would love to watch a fucking, um, well, and I like watch Brandon Cutler versus um, uh, Takeshita. He he wrestled Takeshita on Dark. Mm-hmm. Like you have that on Dynamite. No, we have who's who's Takeshita going to be wrestling instead? Oh, fucking Jay Lethal on the Dynamite. Cool. Next yeah, week. on on next week's Dynamite, I think it's that or it's Rampage, but it's it's coming up, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not a knock on Lethal, but it's just like. Lethal can do fucking comedy matches. Like there's so many people what? that can do this shit. Like he had an eighth, yeah, he had like he his whole the whole reason why he got popular was because he became a, a like a comedy gimmick. Yeah, with for sure. Cheese but like it's just I'm just I'm bored. I'm really fucking bored, and it's I think it's the variety or lack thereof. Like I would it, love to see Dark Order come, like do do some shit. I would love to see Evil Uno. Do some shit. I it just, I just, I'm, I'm more now, right now, right. And which like, is not a good thing considering we're three weeks away from a pay per view. There's nothing set up for the pay per view except for you announce CM Punk and Hangman, and then they announce, and then they also have um, Thunder Rosa and Serena Deep. Okay, that was announced last night, and. And, and in a god awful, god awful promo between Deeb and Thunder Rosa, like just sucked. Which there may be two, they're two of my favorite women in AEW mm-hmm. for sure. And I think, th- and Thunder Rosa has a natural charisma to her. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was talking to Mallory about it, and it was just like, she has a natural charisma to her, but I'd really, she, when she has to do a promo in just straight English, not even like a Spanglish kind of hybrid, 
she loses that charisma because she's trying to enunciate so strongly. Mm-hmm. And like, this have her do Spanglish. Like, oh, fuck, some guy in New York. No, a guy in New York knows about it. Oh, shit, some guy in fucking Des Moines. No, he Des Moines knows fucking Spanglish. Like, we all understand Spanglish yeah, for the most I mean, part. I mean, I could be completely fucking wrong. Maybe someone in fucking Minnesota doesn't. I don't know. Or fucking Fargo. But who gives a shit about fucking Fargo? Like, it just have her just be natural. Instead, she's yeah. really trying to trying to really mm-hmm. enunciate, trying to get it through, and she loses her charisma when she's doing it. And I think you can tell she's a little bit nervous. And Serena Deeb just isn't that good on the mic. Like she can cut, she can cut vignettes. I was but, just gonna say a, the same thing. Yeah, her her vignettes are good. Mm-hmm. When it's like a straight up talking, it feels like a little. A little forced, a little just not as natural, not much charisma there. Mm-hmm. When you're showing a cool video package, the words are limited, but you have some visuals. I feel like it comes yeah. out more which, what you're trying to get out of her. If she needs to say three lines, three sentences to get something over, she can do it. Mm-hmm. But if she's doing it back and forth, it's not there. Yeah. And that's just, that's a problem. But they're, it's they're both they're amazing in the ring, and it could be one hell of a match. Yeah, it's just it's one of those things. I just ah, it's just really bothering me. And and to see, and I'm not I'm not fucking like oh, this is the end of the end of the line for AEW no. or shit like that. Fuck. Yeah, because probably next week, fucking, I'll be like, oh, this was really fucking great. They just see these amazing match between these two random people because they tend to like all of a sudden just pull that out mm-hmm. like oh who's this fucking dante martin you know kid that's coming out of nowhere like every once in a while you just get that surprise match that you know what matches should be good yeah you get those really nice surprise matches are pretty frequent pretty frequently <laughs> I announce so well. You do so well. I think another thing for me is I'm all for this Owen Hart tournament, but it's taken so long to unfold. And like, I just don't mm. give a shit about it at the moment. Like, give well, me, and- give me the entrance. Like, let's, let's get going with it. Yeah. And you know they, the in the competitors that are in it for the men's side, like I haven't even seen the bracket for the women's side. I don't think it came out, but they did. It's they did have like the only one we know is that Tony Storm and Jamie Hader, right? They're in it, and Ruby Soho's in it, and Brett's in it. Yeah, and so is Red Velvet. Red Velvet, that's yeah. Where the fuck Statlander? (laughs) Right. Uh, We're getting a qualifying match. I don't know. I don't think it happened yet, but it's going to be Riho versus. Oh yes. Um. Um. um, Oh shoot. I I see another Joshi. I see her face. Mm -hmm. The name is. She was the one. 
she was the one in Choco Pro. Was it Choco Pro that she did that whole thing where like she choked someone to death? Is that, is that her? I think that's her. It's, like, is it, it's not Emmy. So, oh, yeah, it, but it's no. like she's like really cute, but like, and then she like, like <laughs> she like chokes someone to death, like dead stared and like <laughs> choked them. And then like a and weird like, smile. And then her Twitter is like, oh, don't don't try this at home, kids, or something. Yeah, just, like, just weird. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but she has kind of like a genie gimmick, right? And, but yeah, it's just one of those like, ugh. And I don't even know what the other than you you are the you won the tournament. Okay, cool. My guess is you'll probably get a title shot because that's what they like to do with every everything. Give me a number one contender. Yeah, and then fine. you got and then you got Joe versus the Joker, which is obviously Joker Sting, and then. <laughs> I'm not even gonna try to guess on who the Joker is because I'm fucking. I haven't even seen that. Was that something that came out of Dynamite? It, yeah, it's on the bracket. They they released the bracket yesterday, last night. Oh, it's a surprise. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, and it says Joker. So my guess is, I don't, I don't fucking care. I really don't. Like, I mean, I do, I do, but like, it could be Gargano or it could be. We could, I mean, we could guess Cesaro again. Cesaro. I'm yeah. just going to keep guessing. Guessing. Yeah, just him keep every guessing time. Cesaro until it happens. But really, in the end, it's probably like <laughs> Rhett Titus or another, you know, Ring of Honor Impact. guy. Yeah, it's going to be Ring of Honor. Cheeseburger, maybe? Cheeseburger yeah. did have a dark. <laughs> like, and I'm not knocking Cheeseburger. I just like. It's. <sighs> you're expecting the world's. It's what, Brian Cage. What, it's fucking what, Brian Cage. When is that first match? I don't know. Okay. Like you, you expect me to know things, like because this thing is still going. Like it, it never fucking ends. It could be someone from Japan. It could be because it could be New Japan. May fourteenth. You're having some people in. No, that's right. Because you got the. What are they calling that? The DC show? I don't remember the name of it. I mean, it was already looking awesome. But then they, they announced that um, Okada's coming over. Nice. I won't be Okada. No. But do you think Okada sticks around for a couple of weeks? <laughs> no. Do you think he's just in and out? Yeah. Like... But you know who it needs to be? It needs to be Toro Yano. If we're gonna fucking do it, just do Toro Yano and mm-hmm. Joe just beats the fuck out of him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering like if he stays around a little like like Suzuki has for for double or nothing to then maybe tease Forbidden Door a match for Forbidden Door, just something like that. If they're if they're going that big with Forbidden Door. And Okada's coming over for a weird, strong pay-per-view, basically. (laughs) Mr. Backlash, Mr. Backlash, just who do you think I am? You raise my taxes, freeze my wages, and send my son to Vietnam. You give me second-class houses and second-class schools. 
But anyway, that's enough of that. Let's go into something I'm, I'm really, I really care about, Doug. What's that about? WWE. I didn't realize it's oh. called this, but it's called WrestleMania Backlash. Yeah. <laughs> when they start calling it that. I knew it's always been backlash. I think they put the WrestleMania backlash. That's some good branding. Man, that chief brand officer fucking <laughs> Stephanie McMahon knows what the fuck she's doing. Well, because it's always Christ. it's always been like unofficially like Yeah. We're gonna see the backlash of everything. The it's basically the fallout of WrestleMania show. Yeah. So now and they're I, just not some messing of the around. backlashes are actually pretty fucking good. Like in in years past, um, don't ask me <laughs> off the top of my head. I don't know. I can't. Which which is your favorite? Bill? Well, I think like I think like Foley's most like his favorite match of all time that he's participated in was like the backlash where he did with against Orton. I think I, I think I heard that somewhere. Yeah, it was like the 2015 backlash or something. It wasn't 2015, but it was like. 2005 Five. backlash maybe but anyway like so i mean there's there's some good ones out there but this one doug this one hailing from the duncan donut center in providence rhode island <laughs> fuck yeah rhode island yeah. <laughs> rhode island gets a, a pay-per-view <laughs> why wouldn't why wouldn't rhode island get a pay-per-view i don't know no fuck rhode island it's not even a real fucking state it does not deserve two fucking senators. That's for fucking sure. Anyway. Uh, when was the last time Denver had a pay-per-view? Oh, fuck. They, I looked it the up. The one you were it, at? <laughs> no, that wasn't a WWF pay-per-view. That was a WCW pay-per-view. Um, no, I, I looked it up. They had like some weird like roadblock or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, and that was, that was a while ago. But yeah. yeah, do we really even want to go to a WWF pay per view, Doug? If WWE came to came to Denver, would we go to it as a pay per view? I would think about it. it to me, it would, de- it would depend on the card. Okay, that's fair. whereas whereas AEW, I will go. I will do anything for an AEW ticket. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll go to a Dynamite or pay-per-view right now without knowing a card. Just Sure. That's just what we do. It's, yeah. I mean, just from the one we went to, like the environment was a blast. The matches were fun. Like everything mm-hmm. was just great about it. Whereas the last time we were at a house show, it was like <laughs> the best. The best part was like the B team. First, the revival or something. <laughs> oh, that's right. That was like the funnest match. We saw we saw the revival lose to the B team. Yeah, but it, but it was like, but the B team was fun. <laughs> oh yeah, know. they were fun, and, and the revival was doing. I mean, They're, they were doing yeah. the they were doing. It was a comedy match. Yeah, <laughs> revival can do comedy match. <laughs> FTR can do their comedy match. I'm going back, I want a comedy match, Doug. I want something <laughs> fucking light and easy, and not just like, uh... yeah. But for example, like if a backlash had was in Denver and I had like 
Shinsuke Nakamura versus Finn Balor, or, you know, something like that. That some people that we really like, and I might think about it. Okay, all right. I I probably want it. Okay. I just because it's like we would still have to wait around for them to do the Snickers bar graphic that we can't see in the crowd and then Roman Reigns eating the Snickers bar graphic and then them doing a recap of the commercial before of the cricket guy kissing the Miz on the mouth and then Miz going me so crazy for cricket and then after that like then it then it does another recap of the ultimate warrior's wife doing something stupid and then our truth being like, oh, me so crazy for cricket. And then, <laughs> and then after that, like, and then we have a 15 minute entrance for Charlotte Flair. Mm-hmm. And then they just play Charlotte Flair's music constantly because they have to recap what's happened with Charlotte Flair in the last 22 years of her life. Mm-hmm. And then we get a fo- three minute match against Ronda Rousey. Oh, Avalanche won. Yay. Yay. they just won two overtime nice so anyway but yeah it's just like i, I i'll just i'll do a house show mm-hmm. because i don't need tv production ruining my fucking fan experience right. like i won't ever go to a raw i will never go to a smackdown i'll go to, i'm i might go to a pay-per-view but it's highly unlikely because we gotta wait for commercial breaks during Peacock for fucking for fuck's sake. Like when you think about it, it would still be a blast. Like it's kind of on the bucket list. Like, oh, let's go to a WrestleMania. I'm all for going for a WrestleMania, but I don't. I think what I would much rather do was go with a bunch of buddies, go do everything else, go catch all the indie shows, go catch all the indie shows, and then come back to a hotel room and just watch WrestleMania in a hotel room and then head back out and go catch more indies or just, you know, do all, go do WrestleCon. Fuck. I could do a whole day at just WrestleCon, Mm -hmm. you know, like I don't. You, you sound just like an episode of Marty and Sarah love wrestling. It reminds me of that year they were down there. And I want to say it was the year that uh, Marty wrestled w- with with Colt. Uh, I could be wrong on on the year. It could have been a Florida year, but like they did all the they did all the cons and the independent shows, and then they just like a bunch of them watched it in a hotel room. It was like I think they watched it with best friends. They watched it with Colt and I believe best friends, Orange Cassidy, and at that time they're kind of like. Who's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> what what is this Orange Cassidy? Yeah, yeah, no, and yeah, because they actually recorded Colt and Marty recorded uh, best friends for high spots. Okay, nice. And like, for some reason, like Austin's in the next room, like St- Stone Cold's in the next room, and he's interviewing like Kota Ibushi or something like that. <laughs> like it's this insanely weird situation. Where uh, you got Marty and, and Colt. Oh, Colt of Young Rock fame. I don't know if you saw that. 
Yes, I saw I saw the picture, and then I saw like a different picture, kind of explaining <laughs> what it was that he was in Young Rock. I had no yeah, idea. He's that's Brooklyn awesome. Brawler. Yeah, that's real cool. But now he's he's he has a character in Young Rock. He has a character in Chicago PD and a Chicago Fire. Really? Uh huh. Nice. He was a bad he was a bad guy in Chicago. PD. Oh man. Oh man. I think like. A really bad bad guy, like, like one you don't bring around kids type of thing. Oh, maybe I could be wrong, but it's like weird Colt Cabana being like, <laughs> don't don't have your kids around me. No, but uh, anyway, I forgot what we were doing. Anyway, go going back back. Backlash. Okay, Doug, we're doing this quick because there's only six matches on this card. Uh, you probably don't need any of them, honestly. <laughs> um, so we will do this back to front. Who are you going to win, or who do you like to win, Doug? First match is Babo Lasho after falling off of the ring when the rope snapped on him versus Osmosis Jones. Doug, who is now with MVP? MVP double crossed Bobby Lashley and is now with Osmosis Jones. Doug, this sounds awesome, Bill. I would like mm-hmm. Bobo Lashley from Denver, Colorado. It's our hometown boy, Bobo Lasho. I would like Bobo Lasho as well. No, you know what? No, I can't. <laughs> I've been I've been on the big doofus train for a while now. <laughs> you did say you want all the Osmosis Joneses. Yeah. And so let's go with Osmosis Jones. Okay. Uh let's see. Then we got Happy Corbin versus this might be a blood feud. I don't know. I haven't paid any attention. Happy Corbin versus Madcap Moss Doug. Who would you like to win? I don't know. When, when did that happen? All right, happy Corbin, Bill. Happy Corbin, because we love ourselves. Happy, we Corbin. love happy Corbin. We love happy Corbin. All right, and then we got a six. Now we'll do that one later. Uh, next match: AJ Styles versus Spooky Edge. Doug, who would you like to win? AJ Styles, Bill. I want nine eleven to happen. Really, they really want to fucking do it again. Oh, but hold on, Damian Priest is banned from ringside. Oh shit! Oh shit! I don't. I fuck that match. I don't care. Fuck Edge. I have no desire in Edge and his crew, who's supposedly going to bring out a third person soon. I bet it, I, I might happen at Backlash. Who do you think it's going to be, Doug? Rhea Ripley. <laughs> that is the correct answer. It will be Rhea Ripley because she's spooky too. Uh huh. <sighs> All right. Then we got a six man tag. By the way, there has been no belts and in, in, <laughs> no championships in this. We have Drew McIntyre and RK Bro versus the Bloodline, which is Roman and the Usos. Why? Because. Why not, Doug? Who would you like to win? 
Okay, bro. Fantastic. Who do you want to win, Bill? Uh, Bloodline. I don't care. Uh, And then we have the American Nightmare, Doug. (gasps) Cody Rhodes. Cody, 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 Cody. Versus the crazy guy, Seth freaking Rollins. Doug, who would you like to win? I would like Cody Rhodes, and I would like to see him give one more shot of bringing up Bringing him up from the bottom. Yeah, but not. <laughs> yeah. I heard they stopped doing that entrance now because oh, that I failed. I hear it's now like, they just give a lot of smoke and then he comes out of the center. <laughs> well, that's good. And then we got Aww. and then the only, the only championship, and I quit match, Doug, for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. We have Champion Charlotte Flair versus Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Fuck, dude, this is like Charlotte Flair, Bill. Charlotte yeah, Charlotte Flair. Flair. Okay, that was fun. That was right, so right. good. Fucking episodes just killing it right now, Doug. Doug, thanks homework. everyone for tuning in. <laughs> we Doug. love wrestling. Doug, homework go. Bill, you took me to 1994 ECW. You gave me a nice little match of Dean Malenko, the shooter, the shooter, Dean the Malenko. shooter, Dean Malenko, Versus- that shooter. Not shooter. Not the shooter. The shooter. The shooter. Versus Too Cold Scorpio. From also from Denver, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Globeville. 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 Yes. Yes. Pretty sure that's not where Bobby Lashley's from. I don't think so. <laughs> no. Um gives a nice little match, Bill. Yeah, what'd you like about it, Doug? Um, you just, I don't forget this, but I think a lot of people underestimate how, how good Dean Malenko is. He's just not a guy that you hear a lot, unless, you know, the true marks or smarks out there, you know, yes, everyone knows how good Dean Malenko is, but just kind of your average people might not have a clue that Dean Malenko might be one of the best in-ring wrestlers uh, he's, that we've seen. You goddamn right. Like he's, he, I mean, it, it it goes back to the thing of you know everyone will always credit Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio Jr. and now Chris Jericho for you know the the WCW cruiserweight thing, but. And and rightfully so. It's it's I'm not taking anything away from Eddie or fucking Ray or or, or Jericho, but Dean Malenko 
it is by far has had some of the greatest fucking matches I've ever seen against all three of those guys. Yeah, for sure. And it's never brought up. I mean, Ray and Jericho will bring up Dean whenever they can get a chance. Like they Mm -hmm. always do. It's not like he's forgotten by them, but I mean, my God, fucking Malenko is just so fucking good at everything. He can wrestle anyone. And for me, it was really cool watching fucking uh, too cold wrestle Malenko in Malenko style. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I've, I've seen Too Cold, but you just see him in a lot of just either some weird WCW squashes or some big, you know, six-man tags where he just has a couple of high spots. Mm, so Yeah, to, you see, to, like, the greatest hits of, of Too Cold, you know? Yeah, to see him really, like, catch, catch, can with Dean Malenko and just really Matt Russell and... Still getting his high flying moves, and yeah, it was it was just a fun match to really you know see Demilenko again. I think the last time I watched a a good Demilenko match, it was that two out of three falls with him and Eddie Guerrero. No, oh, that ECW match. Yeah, I I forgot I gave you that. That was a forever ago. So you never gave that to me in a hallmark, but you told me about it like three years ago or okay. something like that i, I was actually long. thinking about i was thinking about giving that to you and put that on the list but i was like but yeah that two out of three falls with eddie because that's their last match in ecw right mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 that's, that's a, a fantastic good, match oh insanely good match but yeah, well, it's, I'm glad. it's just it's just a fun match like nothing spectacular but just like nice Solid. match to just sit there and watch some great technical wrestling, just some good workers. Just mm-hmm. yeah. Now, did you watch any of the other episode of that hardcore TV? I did not. I I watched it real quick, like on the lunch break at work in the middle sure. of the night. <laughs> yeah, you didn't you didn't miss a ton. I mean, other than your boys, Public Enemy came back to ECW. Uh, they are are they have to be your boys. I was never. You never were a big Public Enemy guy. Not really. They had WCW. Like, because like I could have seen you getting bowdy, bowdy, and rowdy, rowdy <laughs> with the fucking Public Enemy. No, for for whatever yeah, reason, I just never do. <laughs> saw them that much. Okay. Yeah, they sucked. I fucking hated them. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I, really hated them. I really, really hated them. I could definitely see why you think I'd be big fans, but yeah. Because they, they do the hey oh thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Doug. Yes, Bill. Where did I take you this week? You took me to Mexico City, Mexico, September 22nd, 1995. AAA TV. This was the WWA World Welterweight title match. Two out of three falls. Where you had one little baby Ray Mysterio Jr., Versus mm-hmm. one baby Sikose or Psychosis, who was the champion at the time. And it was, according to Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, a five-star match. Mm-hmm. Seconded, 
it was really good. Yeah. I really liked it. I liked the fact that I saw submissions and mm-hmm. a lot of interesting tie-ups and pinning combinations that I honestly, if I have seen, I don't remember ever seeing them before. Uh, as far as a five-star match, no, not in my opinion. Yeah. But I really liked it. Like, it wasn't a bad match. I was expecting more of, like, the traditional Lucha style of, and by Lucha style, I, I the dance, you know, the the train spots of flowing from one another, like the very beginning of the match was. Mm-hmm. And then things just kind of seemed to get weird, hurried up or something. I don't know. It was, it was just very interesting. Um. One thing I will say is though, because Juventud Guerrera or Juventud, as I like to call him, was mm-hmm. uh, seconding psychosis, and he was fucking roided to the gills at that point. Like I don't yeah. know what like, he was fucking <laughs> huge. Like are they all about the same age? I think. Uh, is up at, a little older. I want to say like Juve and psychosis are a little older than Ray, but like it's only like maybe like three, four years, something like that. And then who is the the uh, guy seconding Ray? Was it was like El Blanco or something like that? Oh yeah, I can't remember. It was something Blanco. Yeah. Uh, but uh, across the board, I really liked it. I mean, I and like I said, it was just it was very it was very interesting. Fucking Ray, so fucking quick. I forgot how quick Ray used to be. Like, in those young days. Yeah. yeah. I mean, before he blew out his knee for like the 800th time and everything mm-hmm. like that. Like he just absolutely was killing everyone on it. And the height that he was getting on those like Tope Suicidas. <laughs> Fucking stampede down my staircase. Jesus. Get him, yes. Kuda. <laughs> For all you first-time listeners, yes, it is quite usual that my dogs go on some shit and bark like crazy. We're good. We're good. Anyway, the... Were you distracted by the weird mustard-colored ring with 400 advertisements? No, no. It wasn't near as bad as, like, when... um when we watched uh what was it what was it it wasn't triple mania this last go around it was what was the it thing was that like, we tried to watch with uh Cody it was a triple a but it was like three months earlier than triple mania it was still one of their bigger events yeah it was the one with andrade and kenny yeah i can't remember what it was, remember yeah, what it was they nowhere, that, one. that one was way more distracting because they would fucking pan out to the video advertisement every yeah. time Every 20 um, seconds, the cameraman would just stop what he's doing, pull back. Yeah, got to get that match. We got to show the advertisement that's going on in the background. Now, I, the the yellow mat the the yellow canvas was fine. Like I didn't I didn't mind it. I, I kind of liked it. Um, I really liked the t- the production in general. How they mm. would like go back to like that early 90s kind of like, and then. Like zoom in, I love that shit. That was cool. The other thing, this is one thing that I was I was thinking about while watching that match. That was Ray, because Ray always used to hit the ropes normal, right? He would hit he would hit the ropes, 
where the top rope would kind of go across the top of his shoulder blades and bounce off. And now in WWE, and he's been doing this for a while, he bounces off the second rope. Okay. And it's something that's always bothered me that he does that. I, yeah, it's just one of those weird things. I'm just like, well, back in the day, you used to do it that way. So why don't you do it this way? Grumpy old bastard podcast. But yeah, no, his, uh, they both looked really good. Uh, Psychosis is incredibly underrated. And unfortunately, I can't get that um, one Rey Mysterio psychosis match from, um, oh shit, One Night Stand out of my okay. head. Like, just because how that should have been a lot better and it wasn't. And Grumpy Old mm. Bastard podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it was one of those when I saw the name, I'm like, Okay, two good names about the time that they were either, I want to say it was a year or two before they were getting into WCW Cruiserweight, or it was, it was somewhere around that time frame where yeah, the guys from Mexico and Japan were starting to kind of introduce themselves into that, you know, Cruiserweight scene in WCW. Yeah. No, it, well, because they were having matches in ECW at this time. And they actually have some okay. great matches in ECW at this time. Um, but yeah, the uh, yeah, overall really liked it, though. Didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was five-star. I'm trying to figure out why right. Meltzer thought it was. But it's all, it's all subjective, baby. Because it wasn't in the U.S.? I think that's that whole, if it was in the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> There's, there's, I think there's some truth to that. Like his, his inability to give certain WWF matches five stars Mm -hmm. is insane to me. Like the fact that, like the fact that fucking Chuck Taylor got a five star match before fucking Brian Danielson did is a problem. Chuck Taylor? Yeah, Chuck Taylor got a fucking five star for the uh, parking lot brawl with Santana Ortiz. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I love the match. I thought yeah. it was really good. I don't know if it was five star good, but the fact that Chuck Taylor got a five star match before Brian Danielson did is a weird problem. Danielson never got one until did he get one for Kenny? You would hope, and you'd hope Hank. At least one of the hangman matches was five star. Yeah. But my book. Of- <laughs> but see, that's the whole thing. Like, so anyway. Yeah, for sure. It, people people who bitch at Meltzer in the rating system, that's him being anti WWE. Well, he is. So that's the way yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. And but anyway, Doug, I have I have a I have a homework for you. Doug, we had I had so much fun. In Mexico City, Mexico, that I'm taking you there. No way. Yes, way. 20 years later, August 9th, 2015, Triple Mania 23. This is a six man tag, Doug. This is the Psycho Circus. Oh, yeah. That is Psycho Clown, Murder Clown, and your boy. Monster Clown versus the Volanos. Volano 3, Volano 4, and Volano 5, Doug. 
I'm not familiar with the Volanos. You, you, the fucking Volanos used to wrestle in WCW. Which, okay. which one? There was all three of them. Did they go by the Volanos? Yeah, they were Volanos. Okay. They, uh, they were all, they wore black. They wore identical uh, gimmicks. Black, uh, full-on uh, like pants. I'd probably recognize them. Black mask Oops. with like red uh, around the eyes and mouth. And the, the only okay. way you could tell them apart was they had the Roman numeral of which one they were. Okay. On their back, I think. Nice. Well, I'm so there looking you go. forward to this one, Bill. You should. Uh, I can tell you the co- the YouTube link I have has a lot of fluff before it. So you probably okay. want to start it maybe like at least three or four minutes in if you don't want to Skip mess with the in. fluff. Yeah. Okay. Because they they do a lot for I think it's the it's a special guest referee, I believe on it, and they do a lot for him. Okay. So, enjoy. Better, better be Conan. <laughs> it's not Conan Duck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. All right, Bill. Taking you to I have no idea where and I don't know when. <laughs> I will do some more research. No, but, I'll, I'll, do know, the re- I'll do the research. And I'm pretty sure, I mean, you've, we've talked about this match. Okay. But after this episode, it's a match that I now know you needed, but I didn't even know you needed at the time, Bill. I'm giving you a little comedy wrestling, Bill. Oh, I do need me some comedy wrestling, Doug. It's, it's, a, it's a short little match, but it's a, it's a, it's a fun one. It's a little eight-minuter with one of your favorites, Mr. Boom Boom, Cole Cabana. Okay. And Orange Cassidy. It's that match that's outside, and Bryce Remsburg is the rest. Is it the one that's, like, in, like, the parking lot? Yeah, <laughs> it's like a weird parking lot. He's like using like houses and. Oh wait, no! Or, oh, it's the one. It's, is it the house of one or? Because there's one that I've seen that's in a parking lot, and then there's but like the parking lot looks like it's like it's like a seafood restaurant or something like that in the background. Because Colt has also wrestled in a backyard. There's like <laughs> these infamous backyard matches. Okay, I don't think it's Canada. the backyard. Okay, okay. Anyway, it's it's Colt versus Orange. Uh-huh. I, think it's, I think I I think it's in Baltimore. Yeah. And it's like a, it's like I think it's advertised like Beyond Wrestling, but then it might also be under like another something Championship Wrestling mm-hmm. also. And, and it's like really like, bright outside. <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah. bright out. <laughs> they do some some cute little spots with like beer and. <laughs> The ref and I've seen this one, but yeah, no, that uh, yeah, I want to revisit it though. Just just a good break and from the not a, not knocking the you know forty five minute classics of Kings you know, Road, Kings <laughs> Road and Kenny versus Kota Ibushi, but just something a little lighter, something a little easier. We both like comedy matches, and I don't know if we've done one on, on not, this, or it's been a while. Ten, it's been a while. Well, um, 
no, I guess he did give me the VLC. <laughs> yeah, the VLC is a company but, match. Yeah, that's it. That's intentionally funny. But and then I gave you, I gave you the doinks. Yeah, it's just so good. <laughs> oh man, so cool, oh, no, so cool, man. Oh man, <laughs> everyone had makeup like doink. God, so cool. <laughs> which one's which i don't know um okay cool we're done so is this, is this is this fucking episode finally done doug unfortunately it's not bill oh fuck god damn it do you know why it's not does it have to do with the boys it does have to do with boys whoa oh the boys whoa oh whoa oh the boys but hey can I talk about a couple other boys real quick before we get into the other boys? I don't it, know. It relates to our episode. Well, what is it? Are they just grumpy fucking 40 year olds? No, it is a oh. terrific podcast that I've listened to called The Arts of Wrestling with one Boom Boom Colt Cabana. Oh. And I listened to the one with two Cold Scorpio. That's a good one, isn't it? Yeah, it was, it yeah. was good. It was interesting. Like, I didn't know much about uh, Scorpio except for some of the like the more the most in depth is that uh, dark side of the ring where <laughs> the Korea <laughs> the Korea that was the more the most yeah. like inside I've seen on Two Cold. So yeah, this this one was interesting to kind of learn. I know once you mentioned he was from Denver, mm-hmm. and so it was cool kind of hearing how he got to Denver, why he was in Denver, and then. In this episode, he planned on moving back to Denver and starting a, a wrestle school, but I'm pretty sure that's never happened because I would be pretty on top of that if it was. Right. <laughs> yeah. Especially if it's in Globeville. Right. Because he wanted to do like community outreach in Globeville, but right now Globeville yeah. is turning into a bunch of fucking yuppie condos. So that ain't mm-hmm. happening. Yeah, it's just kind of cool hearing his history of how he got started in the wrestling business and being a kind of a high flyer from a little bit of a gymnastic background. Mm-hmm. But then like his first real training was just like going to like Vader, getting him over to Japan and like just spending like a year in Japan, just yeah. getting worked over. And then he so, wrestles Dean Malenko. <laughs> yeah, and then, then he comes and wrestles Dean Malenko. And he becomes part of the job squad. In WWF. Did he? Yeah, he was part of the original job squad. Because he was Ooh. Flash Funk in WWF. Oh, yeah, he does talk about that. Like, yeah. Vince, he was talking to Vince, and he had, was already established as too cold, but Vince wanted Flash Flash, Gordon. Flash Funk. <laughs> Flash Funk. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you two years to get it over. <laughs> He's like, I'll get it over in two months. <laughs> oh, no, no one gets over a gimmick that fast. <laughs> I don't know why I had like weird Bret Hart accent. But... <laughs> I don't either. That was a weird, that was not a Vince McMahon. Considering I can't do a Bret Hart. <laughs> but now you or... so just, just think of Vince McMahon and you'll get your Bret Hart done. Yeah. That was my cool commander plug. Art of Wrestling. Art of Wrestling. If you haven't listened to it, do. Actually, has a new one that just came out uh, okay. yesterday. Chavo Guerrero Jr. Okay. Nice. Because Chavo Guerrero Jr. does the stunts for Young Rock. Oh, nice. And then he was, I think he might be working on that heel show. 
with Punk and your boy Cody's boy. Don't you have a? I think you have a shirt of him, the Green Arrow guy. I do not have a Stephen Amell Green Arrow Bullet Club shirt. That's that surprises me actually. <laughs> That's like one of the few Bullet Club shirts I don't have. <laughs> It, it was probably never in my size at the markdown rack hot topic. <laughs> but yeah, Chava, that's what Chava does for the primarily now is does that that kind of stunt work and sets up the television wrestling essentially. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yep, there's a there's a plug for Colt Cabana. It's a Colt Cabana podcast. It sure today. is. Sure if is. anyone is interested in trying to find a real good one of cold cabana out of wrestling i highly recommend the ones you recommended for me a few weeks ago the two-parter with hot rod rowdy piper was amazing that mm-hmm. i really loved that two-parter great insight into not only hot rod but just like the business in general yeah did you ever, ever watch that or watch did you ever listen to that regal one and the two-parter with Rico. Yeah, yeah, they're both. I learned a lot about stuff I wasn't familiar with. And yeah. another awesome point of view on how you should, how you become a wrestler. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Right way to become a wrestler from these old guys, older guy, older generation where you have to go work seven days a week and make a name for yourself. And yeah. Yeah, really. Hit all these different territories and countries. Anyway, so what going back to the boys, what are we doing? This hey Bill, do you like sweet, <laughs> sweet boys? Yes, dog, I like boys. Whoa, oh the boys. Whoa, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, oh, the boys. Whoa, oh, the boys. Whoa, oh, the boys. The boys. Is it me or are these boys awfully distracting? I I guess that's part of what they do. Well then, do I got one for you, Bill? Give me this, give me this that fine boy. gentleman. Fine young gentleman. Was wrestle was trained, credited being trained by one Mr. Wrestling the second. Mr. Wrestling the second. Mr. Wrestling two. He's not the second. It's Mr. Wrestling 2. I'm sorry. Fred Avery and the WCW power plant. He's a power plant guy? He once in early on had a dark match and they let him beat the great Muda. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, fuck. And then I'll give you two words and then you'll have them. Mortal combat glacier went over on fucking muda <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I better shit. not have misread that because it's yeah it's, that yes okay it was when he was he went by his lloyd his real name is something lloyd's but lloyd's second cent in wcw was when he was booked to be oh fuck what i can't read Yes, he, I mean, yes, he did beat the great Muda. <laughs> so, no, he lost the Muda. He lost the Okay. Well, well, I was, like, reading it, and I saw, like, my eyes, like, Muda's highlighted, and I'm like, yeah. 
Oh, he wrestled Muda, and then the next word I see, like before that, is defeated. Oh. And I'm like, "What? He defeated the Great Muda? <laughs> wow!" And then I like kept going, <laughs> "Wow, this is amazing." <laughs> DDT, DDP told Larry Jesus Bishop. Christ, this is the. <laughs> Are you just gonna read the Wikipedia on him? Uh, that's how I that's how I determine if he's gonna become a sweet, sweet boy. You better have a great wiki page. <laughs> so that I can half ass read. <laughs> so it's an amazing fact that's nowhere near true. Well, so was it was it well that was shitty. <laughs> just kind of far for the course. Fuck, I told people we were actually going to do better and we're doing a few fucking worse. Uh, Glacier, wasn't he like a gym teacher? I'm not too sure. Like, I want to say he was. Like, he was like a gym teacher. And, but, like, he like he did like wrestling or something like that. Like, he liked wrestling. He kind of was kind of doing some dr- traditional wrestling. And then he finally, like, kind of gave him the idea, like, hey, can I, like, I'd like to incorporate, you know, my martial arts background into my wrestling gimmick. Okay. And Bischoff went with it. And he had the coolest fucking entrance. Yeah. I was one of those things when I remember when I first saw Glacier, I was like, oh, that's a cool entrance. Oh, it's Sub-Zero. Oh. Oh, he's okay. <laughs> like, yeah. that's, that, that was like, I'm not going to knock the guy. Like, like I, I remember him from back then just like being like, oh, he looks cool, but yeah, he's... I, the it's coolest the NWO. <laughs> well, actually, the coolest thing about to me, the coolest thing about Glacier was that he brought Mortis and Wrath. Like, I fucking loved Mortis. I love I love mm-hmm. Chris Canyon. And right. like I thought he was cool as shit. I thought I thought the fucking Mortis look was fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Canyon was great in the ring. I like I really like Brian Clark, Wrath, Adam mm-hmm. Baum. Like the guy just looks yeah, like a sure. fucking professional wrestler. Um, one of the coolest guys to play on on WCW versus NWO Revenge is Wrath. Like, it's just like that was the whole thing for for me with with Glacier. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really remember anything other than that, but in all honesty, that's kind of what everyone remembers. Oh, he also right. brought in uh, Ernest Miller. I was just gonna say that. So when I was watching, probably like a month ago, I was watching some old Nitros or some Saturday Nights, trying to find some some ideas for you like mm-hmm. i remember watching some bunch of glacier stuff and i think it was a lot of uh ernest cat ernest in miller. there also and you know how ernest miller became a fucking wrestler he was fucking mm. bischoff's son's karate teacher okay really <laughs> yeah okay that's how, i can see that yeah that's how ernest miller got got into wcw and then that's how he also became the chic what was his name in uh the wrestler oh yeah it was what was i think it was the chic it was it was it was something if it was something chic if it wasn't ayatollah maybe maybe it was the ayatollah yeah yes it was because i i actually just put that on last week and watched about the first 15 minutes and so in that first segment like you see like the ayatollah a lot like one yeah. flashing back to his old article. Yeah, the like, yeah, the Ayatollah. Yeah, there it is. Mm-hmm. I found it. Yeah, he's Bob, the Ayatollah. <laughs> just, yeah, beautiful. just beautiful. Be a, you're just the face, and I'll just be the fucking heel. 
Oh man, what a what? Professional. I'm looking at this. This is this can't be right. I just pulled because I pulled up. What the fuck? This is, can't be right at all. Professional wrestlers who appeared in the film. Okay, we know Necro did, right? Yeah. Obviously. Uh Blue Meanie, I did know. Mm-hmm. Um Ron Killings, aka R Truth. He's I in remember it. that. Yeah. Lethal's in it somewhere. I know. I I actually looked this up <laughs> last week too when I was watching the movie. And I, I, I didn't know what wrestlers to look out for. So then I, and I knew Austin Aries was in there. I knew Claudio's in there. I I remember seeing Claudio. Yeah, I don't know where he shows up, but I need to finish it. But more importantly, Chuck fucking Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Right. I would have to watch that just for fucking Chuck Taylor. Like it's like Chuck Taylor Zandig, which I'm not surprised by Zandig, but Chuck Taylor, Nigel McGuinness, fucking Drew Gulak. I gotta find no, a fucking Chuck Taylor. I what looked up those names fuck? like, what the fuck? This is awesome. I knew, a lot of them is probably like you see his shoulder or something, but probably yeah. well, fucking Chuck Taylor, baby. <laughs> I'll get my fucking Chuck Taylor. Five-star Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's get get this out of here. I want to get the fuck out of here. I want to get the fuck out of here. The Grumpy Old Bastard Podcast. (laughs) God damn, man. All right. Uh, Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. We're usually... We appreciate it. Yeah, we're usually in a lot better mood. Um... I, I blame we both got some shit going on so yeah, we're sorry I, I blame political current events and shit Mr. Tomei's hot in The Wrestler I'd like to meet her uh huh <laughs> I would like to live in a van in the trailer park well he only spent the night in the van anyway thanks yeah. everyone Anyways. For, for <laughs> Todd Berry Todd Berry's a typical grocery store manager by the way Every grocery store store director masturbates furiously while looking at security camera footage. I'm just letting you guys know that. Furious store director masturbation happens all the fucking time in grocery stores. Never trust the store director. Never trust your boss. Unionize. So thanks again for watching and listening and enjoying It's All Professional Wrestling Podcast or It's All Pro Wrestling Podcast. I don't know which one I'm doing anymore. Uh, Tell them where they can watch us at, Bill. You can watch us on the video recordings that I have on my portable hard drive. uh, That's known as the Black Lodge. It's a Twin Peaks reference. Or you can listen to us on all major audio platforms for podcasting or radio. Not radio, just podcasting. Uh, It's all prowrestling.com is a website where you can listen to all the podcasts, maybe a couple blogs, maybe buy a t-shirt. I don't know. It's a pair of socks to buy socks. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can follow us at it's all pro or IA pro wrestling. Instagram is it's all pro wrestling. Patreon, the same Facebook, I think is the same. Uh, That's it. Right, Doug. Yep. We, we most like the Twitters. Yeah. Even though we haven't been doing that here recently. Either I I had a good day at it. I think (laughs) I think I think we're just gonna kind of just fold it up, fold it up and pack up, and let's go watch some Marissa Tomei in the Wrestler because she's pretty.
Yes, yes, she is, Bill. Hurry, Doug. There's only six minutes and 27 seconds. I'm just going to watch, just gonna the, watch time the time for, for the rest. Yeah, they used to pump in that Goldberg chant. A lot of people don't know that. I know that. I know that. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Make movies.